Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. I think I changed my mind on a couple of the predictions that I made on my last episode, episode 89, the crown jewel sneak peek. I want to do some takesy-backsies because after seeing this episode of Friday Night Smackdown, I think I might have been wrong of some of the winners that um, I predicted from crown jewel. I'm talking about the match between LA Knight and Roman Reigns, and I'm talking about the match between Bianca Belair and Io Sky. I chose Roman Reigns to win originally on my prediction episode and I also chose EO Sky to win on my prediction episode but man after watching this episode of Smackdown I don't know anymore man I don't know I think I might have to switch it up can I go back in time go back on record and uh, change my mind I know I know you guys are probably thinking like what is this fool even talking about Roman Reign is most definitely going to be LA Knight but just wait and listen listen to why i think that is not the case anymore what's going on folks welcome back to snug wrestling with me your host my name is edgar and today we're going to be talking about friday night smackdown the pre-taped smackdown the smackdown that went down just now and this is a smackdown before crown jewel so let's go over that really quick but before we do that please remember please be sure hit me up at snug wrestling on all my social media accounts thank you to everyone that has already done that but let's get into it let's get into the fun stuff friday night smackdown milwaukee wisconsin once again let's go WWE is so good about making sure that we are up to date on everything because they show us 50 million packages on everything that has been going on just in case you missed it. So we started off with a recap from last Friday Night Smackdown of the Bloodline. Roman Reigns was doing his super great iconic 30 minute entrance that he usually does and this is for the contract signing that he was going to have with LA Knight but as soon as he hit the stage he being roman reigns and paul Heyman, la knight says nah nah and he interrupted the tribal chief because la knight's music hits to a big pop the megastar la knight had the audacity to walk right by roman reigns without acknowledging him at the opening of last week's show and there was also a recap of la knight's main event match with jimmy uso which la knight won by the way and to start off the show la knight the mega superstar himself is kicking things off on this Friday night Smackdown with the in-ring promo and LA Knight says that he's coming to end the 1200 day streak of Roman Reigns as the undisputed champion and LA Knight is coming for all the gold now this is when I started overthinking about this match with Roman Reigns and LA Knight because I am an overthinker I overthink everything in life not just in wrestling so I started doing that 
that during this LA Night promo. But Roman's music hits as well. And here comes the goaded, the undisputed champion, Roman Reigns. And on my last episode, episode 89, I said it's not time yet for Roman Reigns to lose the undisputed championship. And LA Knight is not the guy at least not yet but man i'm starting to have my doubts because la knight is so over i mean he is so over with the crowd and he is the fastest raising star in wwe if he was the man now just hear me out if la knight was the man to dethrone roman reigns and if it is time for roman reigns to lose the championship la knight would definitely be that guy to lead the charge on friday night smackdown and be that next needle mover i mean if it's not la night to be that big draw to be that big rating star like a roman reigns who else can it be i mean cody rhodes but cody rhodes he's on monday night raw we have a really really big star in la night who can also be a big draw his match versus roman reigns is already pulling a lot of attention not just from the wrestling fans but from the mainstream media in general i don't know man there's just so many things that are telling me that la night might be the guy la night might actually win tomorrow now call me crazy but just think about it if la night is doing big draw ratings for this crown jewel i can also see la night doing pulling a lot of numbers and drawing big for other pay-per-view matches versus other opponents from the wwe i don't know i just to me personally i can definitely see la night main eventing a lot of these ple's a lot of these pay-per-view events in the main event as the champion but roman reigns and paul Heyman, they still don't believe so because roman reigns says i've done it all what have you done what about you mr la knight the only thing you've done is cosplayed a redneck version of my cousin and la knight fires back and he says listen i'm coming at you from a different angle unlike every other person that you have faced roman i'm coming at you because i'm trying to start something i'm not trying to finish anything i'm trying to start the la knight era and that right there was another little cherry on top that made me a big LA Knight believer. The start of the LA Knight era. I mean, LA Knight, he's on his way up. He's riding that momentum uphill. And maybe we are witnessing the start of the LA era and the downhill of the Roman Reigns era. I don't know, man. The more I talk about it, the more I think about it, this is starting to make a lot more sense. So so already right off the bat the start of this friday night smackdown is getting the wheels spinning it's getting me all hyped up for this match at crown jewel and i already can't wait and we're off to a good start to this friday night smackdown but up next we have kevin owens versus austin theory kevin owens was already in the ring waiting for austin theory to come out grayson waller was on commentary and poor kevin owens he had to wait forever in the ring who knows how long when kevin owens came out 
out during commercial break and Austin Theory still had the audacity to cut a promo before the match in Gorilla where Austin Theory said I don't have a punchable face unlike Kevin Owens who has a face only a mother can love and even though that sounds really fucked up that is also kind of true sorry Kevin the match starts off and Austin Theory and Kevin Owens they go back and forth Austin Theory is such a great athlete this match was really great we had two big egos two big personalities in this match Austin Theory he gets a false finish and the referee says two and Austin Theory fires back at the referee and says that was a five ref which I thought was hilarious Theory then slams Kevin Owens against the ring post and Kevin Owens I don't know if he forgot to put his hands up because Kevin Owens ran straight head first into that ring post and just ate that ring post like it was a midnight snack Kevin Owens beat Austin Theory clean with a pop-up powerbomb followed by the Kevin Owens stunner and I'm pretty sure next week we're gonna be seeing Kevin Owens versus Grayson Waller. Bianca Belair has an interview backstage. Bianca Belair, her feud with the damage control continues on and now it's personal. But because this is WWE and because this was a backstage interview, guess what happened? Just take a wild guess. Yes, if you guessed someone got attacked from behind then you are 100% correct the damage control attacked Bianca Belair from behind because we're gonna have a match between Bianca Belair and Bailey at the main event on this Friday night Smackdown Logan Paul runs into the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley backstage the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley they're congratulating and celebrating and pumping up Logan Paul about the fact that he attacked Rey Mysterio last week backstage during their match but then we see Ashante the former member of Hit Row and I say former because is Hit Row even a thing anymore I don't know Top Dollar got released a few months back he's no longer part of the WWE and we haven't seen Hit Row since but that's probably a good thing because Hit Row well a lot of people were calling them Shit Row and that was for a reason but Ashante she wants to have a little talk with Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley surprisingly accepted very gladly so I wonder what that's all about looks like the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley are going to be adding a female member to their faction should be interesting to see Bobby Lashley is known to uh, do some good things when it comes to giving some of that Bobby Lashley rub onto other people I mean it worked for Shelton Benjamin it worked for Cedric Alexander why not Ashante the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Piper Nevin and Chelsea Green they're gonna be going up against Shotzi and a surprise partner a surprise opponent an unknown that ends up being Charlotte Flair, okay. Shotzi, you gained a few brownie points with Snug Wrestling after managing to get the Queen to tag team with you because this match just got a little bit more interesting now that Charlotte Flair is involved. The WWE Women's Champions, they've had a busy schedule lately because they've been having matches on every single WWE show. They had that Trick or Street fight on Monday Night Raw. They were on NXT and now they're having a match on 
on SmackDown. But I think that's only right since they are the tag team champions. And like the men's tag team champions, the Judgment Day, they should be on all the shows. But my God, the queen, Charlotte Flair, she's so good in the ring. Charlotte picked up the win for the team of Shotzi and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair to the rescue because she saved this match for me and for all the fans. At first, I was not really looking forward to this. But after Charlotte Flair came out, this was really good. And Charlotte Flair kicked a whole lot of ass in this one. And speaking of Crown Jewel, Solo Sokoa and John Cena have a face to face. The enforcer, the intimidating Solo Sokoa, comes out with Paul Heyman, the legal counsel. And Paul Heyman says this is the end of days of the Doctor of Thugonomics. Paul, those days, they have been over. Where the hell have you been? Cena hasn't been a rapper in years. Paul Heyman also says Solzakoa has a great future in the WWE and is the future Tribal Chief. Now that's facts, B. If that ain't facts, then I don't know what is. And Solzakoa stops Paul Heyman and says, give me the mic, I want to speak. Solzakoa never speaks, so when he actually does, people want to listen. Hell, I want to listen i want to know what he has to say and solo sokoa says don't waste your breath paul we're not here to talk to the fans we're not here to talk to them we're here to talk to john cena and perfect timing right on cue the doctor of thugonomics john cena comes out and bada bing bada boom huge pop the babies are flying in the air and and all the little alcoholics are going wild i mean the cena holics are going wild solo sokoa continues to talk even after john cena hit the ring and i was like wow what the hell is going on solo sokoa cut a promo on john cena what the fuck and it was actually a good one solo sokoa told john cena my orders from roman reigns is to give you the mic and let you say goodbye to your little c nation while you still can because after crown jewel you're not going to be able to say goodbye to them and then john cena fires back you only have a job here because of your cousin Roman and you're a Taz ripoff. John Cena really went there with his raspy ass voice. John Cena is really keeping kayfabe alive here because he's going to be going into Crown Jewel with a messed up throat and we all know that Solo Sokoa has that vicious Samoan spike and if he goes after that throat then John Cena's voice box is rest in peace. No I'm just totally kidding. I just made that up off the top of my head just now john cena's voice was really messed up and it's probably from all that talking and all those promos he's been cutting because that's all he's been doing he's just cutting promos and not really wrestling the damage control they're backstage and they're really feeling proud of themselves after taking out bianca Belair. but nick aldis walks in the picture and says you you and you gone the damage control is barred from the match at the main event on this smackdown the bailey versus bianca match is going to be a one-on-one and none of your little friends are going to be able to go out there and help you out bailey you're on your own bailey so nick aldis really laying down the law here doing what he has to do as the general manager good for you nick aldis keep up the great work you are the man the brawling brutos 
versus Pretty Lamely. No disqualification. The Brawling Brutos do a jump start on the Pretty Shamely. And there's so much stuff set up outside of the ring. Everywhere. This is supposed to be a pub fight. There was Shillelaghs. Not sure what Shillelaghs have to do with the pub fight. But they had them out there. They had gimmick mugs at the bar tables. And there was broken glass all over the place cry me a river and the fans got to see someone get put through a table so they were really happy and the pretty douchey won this match versus the brawling brutos don't really know what the point of this match was but this really happened we got to see nick aldis and paul Heyman backstage together in the same segment and there's a picture an image that i thought i would never see paul Heyman offers to drop some uh, nugs of wisdom for nick aldis and tells Nick Aldis to have some medical personnel, some extra medical personnel on site for tomorrow at Crown Jewel because Mr. LA Knight is going to need it. That sounds like a really serious threat there, Polly Dangerously. We will see if you can really put your money where your mouth is tomorrow because I'm telling you guys, LA Knight might actually pull this off. Now call me crazy, but I'm calling it right now. We got a weigh-in for the United States Championship match that's going to be taking place at crown jewel tomorrow ray mysterio and logan paul the way in was being managed was being handled by nick aldis and i love everything about this because this had a real match feeling to it this had a real combat sport competition feel to it logan paul weighed in at 213 pounds ray mysterio weighed in at his regular 175 pounds and i say regular because ray mysterio since the beginning of the time has always been announced to weigh in at 175 pounds Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul were face to face they were talking a little smack to each other like they do in the real fights in the shoot fights in the UFC and the, in the boxing and they had a little skirmish at the end where Rey Mysterio had the last laugh because Rey Mysterio smacked Logan Paul over the head with the microphone isn't that the same thing that happened to Logan Paul during during the weigh-in for his celebrity boxing match versus Hootsie Wootsie, whatever his name was, I think Logan Paul got smacked by a microphone or something along those lines. I don't know. I don't care because I don't watch that fake shit. I watch the real shit. I watch the real deal, which is the WWE. Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio, they're going to have a great match tomorrow. And I can't wait. Bianca Belair versus Bayley. And oh my God, let me tell you guys. Surprisingly, I really enjoyed this match. Maybe a little bit too much. Bianca Belair looks in great shape after being gone for some time. And she is so ready for EO Sky. I mean, Bianca looks so ready. I think she has gained a lot more muscle weight since she's been back. So much so that I want to take back my prediction. I said Eosky was going to win. Man, her physicality, her physical shape, Bianca Belair looks amazing. I think we're going to have a new women's champion. Bailey and Bianca did some amazing shit in this match. Bailey is such a great heel, and Bailey is a great opponent for Bianca Belair for a tune up match 
match before facing the champion at Crown Jewel. And just a reminder, the damage control is barred from this match, so Bailey was out there solo dolo by herself. Bailey and Bianca they go to the top rope for a superplex, but Bailey slipped from the top rope as they were going up, and it almost looked like they were about to eat some shit. But they were able to save that spot. It was an ugly landing, but thankfully everything was all good there. And Bianca Belair smacked Bailey with her gimmick, and it was a really loud smack. Then hits her KOD and beats Bailey one two three. And when I say Bianca's gimmick was loud, that shit was loud. But this was a great main event. I'm not even gonna lie. Bianca is so ready for EO Sky. And after the match, there was a little afterbirth because Bianca put Bailey through the announce table, sending the audience home happy. Not a bad SmackDown to hype up the crown jewel that's gonna be taking place tomorrow tomorrow we're gonna watch crown jewel tomorrow and i can't i can't wait it's gonna be such a great show let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon